I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hi, everyone. Welcome. This is Heather Havenwood with a new show, Like a Boss. I am so excited you're there here today. And um, this is going to be good. I'm actually super, super excited about this interview because it's rare, 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 rare that I get to one, interview a smart woman. Not that there's not smart women out there. I just don't get pitched a lot of smart women. That's the problem. Um, number one. Number two, about crypto. So I'm super excited to introduce you to Kim Snyder. Kim, are you there? I am here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super, super excited about this. So I want to tell you who Kim Snyder is. All right. So she is the host of Saying Crypto podcast, former investment advisor, financial engineer, two-time Inc. list entrepreneur and author of How to Be the Family CFO, keynote speaker, and much, much more. So Kim, all right, let's just kind of dive into this, okay? Because one of the things that I see going on right now, we talked a little bit in the green room, is how women are being left behind, not only just investment, generally speaking, like just general of investment, but they're being really left behind in this conversation about crypto. And I know you have some stats with that. Do you mind if we just start there? Do you mind if we just kind of start the conversation around I don't mind because I think that's a really great way to frame the conversation going forward. So here's a, here's a couple of numbers for you. Um, 47% of women over the age of 50 are single. In the first year after a divorce, a woman's standard of living drops on average 73%. Of the elderly living in poverty, three out of four are women and 80% of them were not poor when their husbands were alive. And nearly seven in 10 women will at some time live in poverty. So what these statistics tell us, you know, I don't probably don't have to paint the picture for you, but Women are so vulnerable, and I believe a lot of that is because they have not participated in investing. And it's, this is 
if there's one thing that we want people to get out of today, it's that investing your money is a life skill like swimming. If you, there is going to come a time in your life when you are going to need that skill. And if you don't have it, you will drown in this case financially, but you know, just as bad. So that is so important. So let's talk about that because I love, first of all, thank you for the stats. I don't love the stats. I love that you have stats. I wanted to make sure I said that. Um, I come from a single mom's family. We, we, were, we were, when they were married, this is years ago, when they were married, my mom and dad back then, back in the eighties, they were wealthy. By the time the divorce happened and the, the, the lawyers took their, their sides of the money, we were in poverty. So we, my mom got full custody and we were in poverty the rest of our, my life, um, you know, all the way, well, you know, all the way through college and whatnot. So we were in poverty because we were with a single mom that didn't have a job before that. She didn't know how to invest. No one had taught her. She came, she was a product of the forties and fifties. Right. And so she was taught the man to man handles that. What I think is so fascinating about that is that still valid today. You would think things have changed in the conversation, but even more so in crypto and blockchain. Like I go around with my girlfriends and I say crypto and they're like, ah, I don't know what the hell that is. You know what I mean? And we're just like their heads spin out because it's kind of taught in a way that it's this magicalness. And of course, then you have the, what I call what's going on with the, um, industry and they're talking about it so negatively because you, if you listen to what I call the talking heads, they have a lot of, you know, back and forth around it. So let's start with you. Why did you, why are you focusing now on crypto right now in your, in, in your career? Sure. Well, I think that's an interesting way to frame the question in my career, because one of the things that we didn't talk about in my bio is the fact that I was retired. I built my investment firm and um, sold it at the age of 47, retired, moved here to Aiken, South Carolina to live on my farm and, and live happily ever after. And if you had asked me if I was ever going to get back into the investment game, I would have told you absolutely not. And always going perfectly according to plan until cryptocurrency came along. Hmm. And a friend of mine, in, uh, not coincidentally, I guess, inherited a large amount of cryptocurrency, about $300,000, started asking me what she should do with it. And I suddenly had to pay attention because, to be quite honest, my first response to her was, oh, my God, sell that. It almost, it, it must be a scam. That was, that's our knee jerk reaction, mm -hmm. right? In spite of the fact that I knew absolutely nothing about it, I, you know, had my head in the sand. I hadn't thought about investing for years, really, you know, we were just, so going along, but because a friend asked me for my advice, I started to look into it and, you know, each time she'd mention it, it would be worth more. And that really got my attention. And, and, uh, you know, I, I realized that not only is it not a scam, but it is potentially a once in a lifetime opportunity for 76 million baby boomers, because that's the bigger issue, the bigger pie, 76 million baby boomers, 10,000 of them retiring per day who have to live 30 or 40 years off of the amount that they have managed to save, which you can't save your way to retirement. You must invest. You have to have a return on those savings in order to be able to live 40 years in retirement without ending up living under a bridge eating cat food. And because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make up that gap that so many of us have where so many people are behind, and there's no guarantee mm -hmm. that this will make up the gap. But so long as you position it yourself smart in a smart way so that you don't wipe yourself out if it does, you know, if the naysayers are right. But it's this 
you know, this potentially once in a lifetime opportunity to make lifetime changing money that caused mm -hmm. me to come out of retirement and start saying crypto because, mm -hmm. you know, you, it's such a pressing problem. So and let's talk about, I, so this is only interesting because one, you came out of retirement to, to like do this. This is kind of cool. You're like, whoa, there's something, there's something here to this, but I want to touch on a little bit. My mom passed away four years ago at the age of 67 and she was broke. She was on state really. I mean, the state took care of her from that perspective, if you would call it that. And, um, it, that kind of sucked, especially since, the, since she had a, a period of her life where she was a you know, multimillionaire at one point of her life. But I want to, I want to point to something interesting here that you said that when you came out of retirement, someone started asking you, you thought it was a fraud. Your initial response was that's got to be bad, sell it, whatever. What had you changed your mind? Why is this an opportunity? Like from your view as someone who's been in the investing industry for many, many years, what had you go, whoa, this is, there's something different here. What is it? Yeah, it? It is really different. And that's what's really important to understand. That's part of the reason we have so much fear around it and so much misinformation, but it's also the opportunity. So one way to think of it is this, you know, the, um, the um, world has been coalescing around a single uh, way of communicating. That's the English language. We have coalesced around a single protocol for transferring data. That is the internet. And now the world, I believe, is going to coalesce around a single protocol for transferring value. And that is the blockchain. It is that fundamental, um, first of all. And second of all, the other aspect of it is for the first time ever, we have the opportunity to invest in it. And here's what I mean by that. I'm not talking about investing in AOL or Cisco or, you know, the companies that built the internet. I am talking about, imagine if back in 1993, someone had come to you and said, do you want to invest using a, a security that you can buy and sell on an exchange like a stock in the internet itself? And that the value of that security was over time going to be uh, based on the widespread adoption and use of the internet as measured by internet traffic, right? Network traffic, uh, how many emails were sent, how many vial, right? That mm -hmm. if you, if the value of this thing went up based on that, and you know what you know today, would you make that investment? Well, of course you would. Yeah. And because, right? You'd right. be, you'd be, Bill Gates. And, and that's what's different about this because we're not talking about the level threes and the Cisco's and the, you know, the companies that are building this. You have the opportunity to invest in a fundamental piece of infrastructure that I believe is going to be as ubiquitous as the internet. It's actually the next, it's the internet of money is really what it is. And to benefit from that. Now, what's so interesting about this from my perspective, look, I'm not going to come out of retirement for an eight or 10% return potential. The reason I did, because I can get that all day long. I don't need to do this for that. What's so interesting about this is that this is on the sort of a scale of typically like venture capital investments. This is the sort okay. of return potential, which is a key, right? That you would typically get if you got to invest, be an early seed investor in Facebook or Uber or Airbnb. We, we don't ever get to do that. This is really our first opportunity to do it. And that's, 
you know, it's just of a, it's a, it's a monetary good, and therefore the the return potential is just on a scale that most of us, our brains just can't wrap wrap around it. And so when we hear it, we just laugh it off and say, "Oh, that must be a scam." Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so let's let's. This is great. So thank you for that. It kind of gives you the construct of everything that's going on and why you came out of retirement. So let's go to the next level. So the next level that I see is okay. It is unique, and you're right. I mean, I was around during the dot com dot boom dot bust Tom, you know whatever and i remember when facebook came out i was actually a member in 2007 and i'm like this will never last <laughs> right <laughs> okay anyway so ooh, all right um <laughs> enough about that so i think that you're right there is a huge opportunity i'm invested in crypto let's be super clear about it i press my own personal money in that um i wish it was millions of uh, i that's what i can into it right uh, but there still is this kind of weird what is it? And I'm reading some books on it, um, but it's challenging. Uh, I think a lot of the conversation that out there, they do it on purpose. They make it very abstract and challenging, especially for people that don't talk investment talk every single day. Like they're not in that world. So let's just break it down. If you don't mind for someone who's like myself or another woman out there. And I don't mean that women are stupid. They're just not in the conversation all the time. It, mm-hmm. I'm having to learn investment talk for myself. Mm-hmm. So Break, like breaking down simply, how can they invest? And if they don't have a lot of money to invest, where can they invest? How does it work? Sure. Well, um, so first of all, I would say let, just a, a, a plug for my um, sure, podcast yeah. because I, you know, we, we are probably not going to get through all of this in the time that we have allotted. Yeah. However, I literally just did my last podcast episode was exactly this, how the nuts and bolts of how you invest. Um, and, and, um, I also just want to address quickly this idea that I, unlike most people you will hear on crypto investing, I do not believe you should put a lot of money into this. In fact, my recommendation is that you should not have more than 2% of your investable assets in crypto assets. And the reason for that is there's no guarantees on this thing, right? And you, there, it is right. as likely that you could lose that money as you, it is that you can make these life-changing gains. And if we do make this big money, 2% is enough because, you know, uh, 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 you know, just to give you a number, $10,000 investment in Bitcoin last year would have turned into $125,000. Okay. So because of those sorts of returns, you don't, a little bit will go a long way. Right. And so to manage a risk, you want to keep that really small now. But the the mechanics of it are if you have if you have bought stock before, the mechanics are very similar. Actually, what you're going to do is you're going to open an account at an exchange. Right. And there are three or four here in the United States that will allow you to deposit U.S. dollars into your account and then use that to buy crypto assets, those being the main one being Bitcoin, there are others as well. Okay, so let's just say I'm going to invest $1,000 for fun. I open the account, I connect my bank account to it. I transfer that $1,000 up to my exchange account. The process of buying is going to look also very similar to buying a stock. The symbol is different. It's Bitcoin, but the process is the same. The order book looks the same. Buy a hundred Bitcoin. Well, you're probably not going to be buying a hundred Bitcoin, but you know, but you can, Oh, and this is something most people don't know. They go, Oh, Bitcoin, $7,000. I can't afford that. 
actually Bitcoin is divisible down to eight decimal places. Okay, so you can actually buy $100 of Bitcoin, no problem. So I'm going to buy 0.00001 Bitcoin, you know, at the market price. I place that order and you've, you've bought it. The exchange goes out, gets it, exchanges your US dollars for your Bitcoin, puts it in your account. Now, here's where it gets different. And I heard a previous guest of yours talking about this. What's different is that with, a, with stock, we would just leave that stock in our brokerage account. You would, you would never ask for the stock certificates. We haven't done that since the 1970s. Okay. But with Bitcoin you are, or crypto assets, you are not going to leave that sitting on the exchange. And the reason is one of the things that we hear a lot about is security and hacking. And it makes people hmm. really nervous. So just so that you know, Bitcoin itself, the blockchain has never been hacked. The danger is that the exchange itself gets hacked and your money goes with it, okay? So the safest way, the thing that you really should be doing for now, this I expect this will change as the infrastructure gets built up further, but for now, you are going to actually transfer that, those coins mm -hmm. off of the exchange onto what's known as a hardware wallet. And a hardware wallet, I, this isn't one, but it, it looks almost like a little USB drive. Um, you plug it into your computer. It gives you a, you know, a, a secure cryptographic uh, address where you can transfer those funds and hold them securely on the blockchain in your own possession. And this is kind of a key feature and one of the unique features about Bitcoin and crypto assets. And it's this idea that I can... I can have my coins, right, mm -hmm. my, my value sitting here. No government, no bank, nobody can tell me what I can do with it. I can actually, if I want to send a million dollars worth of Bitcoin to you that fast, instantaneously, for no mm -hmm. fee, nobody can tell me otherwise, right? So, mm -hmm. so there's a saying, uh, Andreas Antonopoulos says your keys, your money, not your keys, not your money, meaning you want to control that. And, but, but other than that, you know, I always tell people, look, yes, this is a very new, very exciting new asset class. However, all of the basic rules of investing apply here. You know, I mean, they didn't invent something <laughs> new. This is, you know, gravity still applies. So it's, it's once you get in, in it, what you will find is it is not as foreign as you might think it is. There's lots of uh, analogies to, you know, the way that you're used to investing if you invest. And uh, if you're not investing, then this is maybe a good thing to pique your interest and get you started. Okay, great. I love that. So, and, and by the way, I want to pr promote her podcast. It's Sang Crypto Podcast. Go check it out because like she said, she just kind of piped probably took a lot longer in detailing yeah. that out. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is different. It is unique. It's not go to Meritrade or something like that and, you know, click on some button. It's, it is a little different. However, when I go, when the whole process of me buying, when I bought on my uh, wallet, um, at first it was kind of scary. You know what I mean? Right. And then it, it was like, oh, this is, I got this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was super simple. It's actually super, super simple. It's actually more simple than a mayor trade. Cause right now I'm going through some transfers of moving some 401k into mayor trade. And that has been complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this was like, 
I remember I was I was in a I was in a in a hotel in Vegas with my friend who was training me to do it, and I did it, and I'm like, do I have I have Bitcoin now? He's like, you are now officially owner of Bitcoin. You know, I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh my god! Anyway, and you know, it has a you know, I didn't get a full Bitcoin, full one. It was like the point whatever percentage of it, and it I love that because it was kind of like this cool thing, but I felt kind of an owner of this is kind of cool. So now I buy it every single week. I, I kind of do the whole long term investing. Once there you go. Versus yeah. versus my cappuccino kind of thing, right? Well, that's the right way to think of it. You know, is that this is a long term investment? If you there, there is no such thing as get rich quick. Okay, again, same rules of investing all apply here. Um, if if you're trying to get rich quick, I guarantee you, market karma will reach up and slap you down. But if you think of this as a long term investment that has outsized potential, and you treat it that way. There is an opportunity here to make a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So you're doing, what you're doing is really smart. Thank you. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kim, for that. I appreciate the kudos. Seriously. Okay. So I have a question. People are going to ask me that. They ask me this all the time. What's the difference between crypto and blockchain? Well, yeah. So here's the way I explain it to people. I say, um, internet is to blockchain as... Email is to Bitcoin. Okay, like remember that. those tests on your on your uh, you know your SATs. So what I mean by that is, but you know, back in the '90s, internet was this obscure new technology that no one knew what to do with, mm -hmm. uh, except for a bunch of computer nerds. Um, and uh, and email was the first application, the first use, remember when AOL started sending out all those uh, uh, CDs to everybody and we all figured out that we could do email because at first we were like, why would anyone want to email someone, right? But right. once we got those and we, that's what that email was the killer app that created widespread mass adoption of the internet. Right. And then everything I remember else those CDs. There was actually someone a couple of weeks ago on Facebook that literally had, a, had, had them at their house still. Like they had like a thick stack of them. Do you remember they would? Yeah. Remember a couple of months? Yeah. They're like totally. 4.0, 5.0, 6.0, 6.70 or whatever. And they had the, exactly. They showed them on Facebook. They go, I use them as coasters, you know? Oh, that's, <laughs> see? And remember, like you've got mail. Like that's yeah. so great now. But at the time, that was amazing. Right. Well, this is where we are, and this is how you think of blockchain and Bitcoin. So today, blockchain is the underlying technology, mm -hmm. right? It's the distributed ledger on which all of this happens. It's the internet of money. And Bitcoin is, I believe, the killer app, which will lead to, you know, Jane and Sue using Bitcoin just like email did. Um, to, which eventually creates that mass widespread adoption of the blockchain. And then again, all the rest will follow. That's how I think of it. So okay. I love that. Yeah. Technology. I do you remember there's a, there's a famous, famous, famous video of, of Kirk, Kathy, Kirk, Kelly, Kirk, is it Kelly Kirk? Kelly Kirk. No. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk. She was the Mar uh, good morning America. And she said, Hey, oh, someone, Katie Kirk, Katie Kirk. And she's like, can someone tell me what the internet is? Yes. Do you yeah. remember that? It's like that. Can, um, can someone tell me in my ear what blockchain is? Like, it's someone? just like that. Yeah. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. So again, to that point, like, remember 
you know, if someone had, had allowed you to invest in the internet back when Katie Couric was going, wait, what's the internet? What's the internet? That's <laughs> where, that is where we are now with mm -hmm. blockchain. And of course, nobody knew what it was. Nobody knows what this is. And yes, people are going to ridicule you. And yes, people are going to tell you it's risky. And yes, they're going to tell you it's a scam. But look, one of the most fundamental things you have to understand about investing is that profit is the reward for risk. Mm. It doesn't mean that you go out and take inordinate massive amounts of risk. The job of an investor is to manage that trade-off. And this is one of those places where you have such an upside downside skew that mm -hmm. it's crazy. I mean, I get so excited about it because, you know, like I'm unretired because like you just, I'm telling you, hundred year flood type stuff right here. It's so hundred. Yeah. This again. And one of the things that you and I talked about that I'm a, and we talked about at the beginning, I just kind of want to circle back is the message here, I think is that we have an opportunity as, as, people on, on this earth to really have a huge impact in the United States and abroad. That's what's I think cool too about cryptocurrency. It's, it's international automatically. It's an international conversation, right? It's not the New York stock exchange. It's the world stock exchange, you know? Um, but the other thing is about women. I'm a huge proponent of women who, uh, and helping them understand and break it down and helping them say, it's okay to invest. It's, it's safe to invest. You can do this because it's really important right now to have women take advantage of this. And I don't want the words crypto and blockchain and emerging technologies and AI and all these things that are out there to deter them from investing in their future and not putting it off to somebody else. And what's interesting is, um, and again, I just want to be super clear. You know, I have a financial advisor. I kind of did. I'm firing him right now. But I reached out to him and said, hey, my, I'm where my money is. I kind of want to move part of it over to crypto. And his response was, I don't suggest that. Now, this yes. is like three weeks ago. Right. He and I paid a commission on it. Right, right, right. And I also said, great, why? Well, he did some Himenheim. And then he said, I don't really understand it. And I'm like... Well, that doesn't mean that I can't do it. That's right. Right? And I just, you know, of course, I was very sweet and nice because I'm a Southern girl. But what I wanted to say was like, just because you're asked to entertain doesn't mean that I don't understand it. You know what I mean? But I was like, okay, well, I'm going to move it anyway. Um, so, and he doesn't get a commission on that, right? So if you have to understand where people are coming from when they're giving you advice. And right now, I think that, you know, Kim is coming from, and my, I'm coming from, I just want women to understand things so they can make better choices. My mission in life is to have every woman on the planet be financially secure and wealthy. Cause I know when women are financially secure, they make new decisions in their lives. They just make decisions they would never have been able to make. Right. So I want to give women that as much as I possibly can by interviewing and, and bringing people like yourself and, and experts like yourself to the forefront. That's my job. Right. So I just really love it what you're doing. So just wrapping it up and um, where can, you know, what, what are the things that you want to say to women today and, and what's your mission? Sure. Well, my mission is making sure that 76 million baby boomers don't end up living under a bridge eating cat food. Um, like you, I went through very similar, you and I have, have you know, lots of similar stories. Yeah. Um, my mother and father were not you know, uh, they were well off when they were together. My mother, single mom, same thing, you know, no money growing up. I also 
grew, you know, made a lot of money, lost it all like you did, uh, clawed my way back and then feel a, a, you know, that I have to help other people um, learn how to, how to do this. So, so, you know, we have a lot in common in that regard, but yeah, this is so, so, so important. And you know, the thing is when I lost, uh, there's a whole backstory to that. I wrote about it in my book. You can read it if you want. But, um, I, when I lost all of that money, um, I turned it over to wall street brokerage firm two years later, they'd lost millions and I had to start from scratch. And what I said to myself is from that moment forward, I would never, ever, ever put someone else in charge of my financial future, that I would be responsible for whatever situation I found myself in. Not my mother, not my father, not the, not, you know, my stockbroker, my CPA, my husband, nobody, me. And that lesson has been so critically important for people who think that, you know, the government's going to bail them out or somehow miraculously they're going to be able to live to be 95 years old on nothing. It isn't going to happen. There is time to fix the situation, but you have to take action. You have to be responsible for your financial future. No one else is going to do it. And it's not that hard. It is not rocket science. That's my mission. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you. For that I agree. I didn't know you and I had that similar story. Yes. I think that happens a lot. And I, um, I just align with that. I, I, I just, and I live in Austin, Texas, and there's a ton of people underneath the bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a ton of that uh, here, unfortunately. And I just always wonder, right? You know, because I was close to that. I lived out of my car and I lost everything and I'm similar. It's like, no one's going to be responsible except for me. You know, uh, I'll never forget the day when I walked into my lawyer's office at the time and he was my bankruptcy attorney. And he goes, oh, your entities are all messed up. You know, they're all wrong. And so therefore you're personally viable. And so wiping you out. And it was kind of this, I trusted somebody, right? I trusted this person at the time to entity structure things and and the contracts and all that. And I left it all up to them because in my space, they were the man. So they must know, and they're the attorney. So they must know. Right. And that's just not how it, no, you got to be full of responsible for your own stuff. That's what I took on from that. And so I am right. hundred percent in some ways, good and bad. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I always say? So, right. So be it. So be it. Look, I may lose this money. I may make mistakes, you know, right. but at least I know that I had my own interest at heart. Right. It's like, so I did that. And what's the worst that's going to happen? It can't be any worse than what they did. Right. Yeah. So it, it, I think there was a saying somewhere, but when you've already hit bottom, try to get to the top again and maybe coming down does not so bad. You know, it's that's like, right. Oh, <laughs> I don't worry. This is nothing. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, believe me, I'm still eating. So we're like, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yep. Thank you so much. I want to make sure everyone knows where to get a hold of you. So it's sanecrypto.com forward slash like a boss. Now, what's at that URL specifically? Sure. We have a, a landing page there just for your listeners. And really, there's just a couple of links there. Just put them in a concise form so people can find them. Um, I may actually add my book there just so people can find yes. that. I, it's it's a little old, but it's still very uh, relevant. Um, but what you'll find there is a link to the podcast, uh, also a link to the free training that I do, which is how a little, little bit of Bitcoin can make your retirement savings go a lot, lot further. And also a link to, uh, the mastermind, which is my signature paid program, helping people to learn how to invest crypto assets for retirement. 
Nice. Okay. So I didn't know you had a mastermind. That's great. That was going to ask you what you're doing out of retirement. Um, so in, as far as your mastermind, so the URL one more time, that's sane, S-A-N-E, crypto.com forward slash like a boss. That's sane, crypto.com forward slash like a boss. And do people have to have a minimum, have a minimum to get into your mastermind? Uh, no, you don't. Mm-mm. No. Okay, great. That's they can just... Yeah, yeah, that I mean that is the beauty of crypto assets is that um, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Okay, great. Well, I love that. I might be joining myself. All right, everyone, this is Heather Havenwood. Check us out at heatherhavenwood.com. We are now on Amazon, Amazon Alexa, uh, News Briefing, iHeart, Spotify. We are everywhere. So check us out as well as Roku. And this is heatherhavenwood.com. You can check out Kim at sanecrypto.com forward slash like a boss. Until next time, Heather Havenwood. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at Energy with heather.com look tens of thousands of real people including myself has used p3om to manage constipation bloating gas acid reflux abdominal pain and much more look as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com p3om uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.